0: So we're, we're being aware of ourselves, we're being aware of the situation of other people, uh, we're, we're doing what we say and saying what we do, we're holding our teams accountable, we're building trust, mm-hmm. uh, we're improving the lines of communication, and then finally we get to the point where some leaders fall down, mm-hmm. and that is the ability to make a freaking decision.
1: Yep. You can do all of this great, and if you can't ever come to the point where you can make the decision... Mm-hmm you aren't gonna be a great
0: leader. Mm -hmm. So there are places where uh, you haven't gathered proper information, therefore you can't make a decision. Fair, right? Work on listening and communicating and getting the info that you need, but don't sit on it until it turns into a pumpkin. You have to make that decision and build that confidence in your team. And sometimes it's appropriate to let the team make the decision. But appoint one person, appoint a committee, and say we need a decision by this time. We need a decision. We need a direction to move.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Welcome to The Critical Path, Mary and Jason, a podcast about business development, company culture, and loving the place you work just a little bit more. This is episode 29, and we are going to be talking about how to boost a leader.
0: Leader boosters.
1: Leader boosters. No. Jetpack. Jetpack. Yeah, because that's why I'm, I'm using the word boost specifically that's because right. of our Jetpack
0: yep. branding. So for this episode, behind
1: the curtain of yeah,
0: for ho- this episode, hopefully we have everyone strap in because you're going to need it for this one.
1: It's true. There so you're you going to go. get your gonna brain blown out of your head.
0: Going to get your boost on.
1: Yeah.
0: So since we started training, we hear the question all the time, how do we bring up or how do we improve? How do we boost our leaders in our organization? And that's something that we help folks with on a daily basis and thus far we've done it with uh, coaching
1: so we will meet with people mm-hmm. and sit down and talk through their day-to-day challenges and uh, as each thing arises so they have some issue they I'm gonna
0: call some, it a challenge
1: each challenge arises yeah. they have someone on their team mm-hmm. who is uh, interacting in some way that's problematic and they say here what do I do what do mm-hmm. I do about Bob
0: and, and so that coaching is delivered in a handful of different ways. So you have executive level coaching, you have project management coaching, you have role coaching.
1: But regardless of what kind of coaching it is, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. We're it is. We're dealing with these issues as they arise. Mm-hmm. They say, what do I do? A, B, and C happened. Now I have to deal with Bob. Mm-hmm. What do I do? And then we sit down and we talk about advice about how to handle that situation.
0: Freaking Bob.
1: I know, right? God. See, I actually manage to not use, I'm always doing that and I, I go and I reach for just whatever random name and then it ends up being a name that like, it just so happens we have clients who have people with that name and then Jason's giving me looks like I'm talking about those people and I'm like, stop, it's just a name. A
0: Freudian slip. We don't know any Bobs. There's no Bob. I right? mean, there are Bobs. Well, but There
1: are Bobs, but-, but like we aren't coaching any Bobs. Right.
0: No Bob coaching.
1: No Bob coaching. Right. That's actually the jetpack this week no bob coach no that's not because no because if someone named bob needed coaching we would want to coach them
0: yeah come so, on help bob never mind help bob hashtag
1: yeah. help bob yeah. <laughs> the point is much of our coaching the way that we are bringing leaders up is in this very uh organic organic working with their real problems kind of uh challenge to challenge way
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's good and it's helpful and they get a lot out of it and over time They start learning how to handle those problems they start to kind of get the muscle memory of how to do it Mm -hmm. but we feel like overall we've felt for a long time like there's a whole element that's really missing there and we were asked by one of our clients to come up with kind of a leadership training session Mm -hmm. and we put a lot of time and energy and effort into that and what was born out of that initial question ended up being our boot camp which is one of our most popular training sessions and it works really well. Yeah, So that's
0: project boot camp, but it's for running a construction project Mm -hmm. as opposed to organizational or team leadership. It
1: really did not end up being a leadership session, although you're more capable of being a better leader the more that you understand Mm -hmm. the process and your project. But the truth is, again, when we, so we said, okay, let's break this up into two pieces. You've got the how to do it and then you've got how to be a leader.
0: Can you, can you be born a leader? Can you... Grow or build a leader where one wasn't present before, mm-hmm. right? That's something that everybody struggles with.
1: Absolutely. And when we started talking about those bigger picture issues, we ended up deciding that that was such a big issue to to approach, a big challenge to mm-hmm. approach. There you go. That we should separate that entirely from the material that was in boot camp. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, we've been just kind of cranking on this idea of okay, understanding the project, understanding the process. That's all great stuff. It's all really helpful to being a good leader. But there's this whole other element of being the kind of person that people want to follow. Mm-hmm. And how do you go about teaching that? And and, and
0: the needs of leadership is changing, absolutely. right? Absolutely. The qualities of leadership, while let's say the, the mm. uh, fundamental precepts are the same, the way that you go about leading today is, it looks a little bit different than I the think, way that you would lead 50 years ago.
1: I think I disagree. I think, I think, so we're going to go more into in a a few minutes what exactly we're talking about Mm -hmm. when we say being the kind of person that people want to follow. But the truth is the seven kind of pieces of the puzzle, the seven qualities that we're talking about, I think these are the same qualities that hundreds of years ago made people follow a person into battle, into mm-hmm. war. I think these are the qualities and they always have been. These are the I, things. I
0: think Genghis Khan was really empathetic.
1: He wasn't, but he wasn't necessarily a great leader.
0: Mm. You don't know.
1: I think these are the things that make people want to follow someone. Regardless, there are all kinds of ways. I mean, you can be you can be an evil general and like cut people's heads off and scare people and make them follow you. That's, we see it every day. Mm-hmm. That's not a great leader. I think the truth is, these same elements, these are human things. These mm-hmm. are what make you want to follow someone. I think this is a human model of behavior. It doesn't mean people have always been doing these seven things. I think you're right that people's expectations are getting more, mm-hmm. people have more options. So 50 years ago, if I don't like my boss because he's a shitty leader, I can maybe go to another company where there's probably another shitty leader. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that's changing now is we have all of this kind of, um, what they call it, the gig economy, Uber and Lyft and Postmates and all of these different things that we can do to make money Mm -hmm. and not really have a boss.
0: Right. Well, and and if you lived in a one-horse town and there was one company to work for, then you're kind of landlocked. Mm You're stuck there. Right. But when we're moving forward, it's important to think about what do the leaders of today need to have in their toolboxes.
1: Absolutely, but again, I guess my point is, if you're talking about beating somebody over the head and making them do things, that's not being a leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, The truth is, I think these have always been the qualities. These are not new qualities in people. We're talking about things like being a good communicator, Mm -hmm. things like trusting people and inspiring their trust. These aren't things that are new. These aren't things that didn't exist before. Mm -hmm. And I think part of why these things work is because when you see all these things in a person, you want to follow that person. You want to like that person. You want to trust that person.
0: So you talked about communication and you talked about trust. Mm-hmm. What are what are the qualities of a leader?
1: Well, so uh, I think we're we're jumping the gun a little, getting ahead of ourselves.
0: Yes, no, we are. I think that's better. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's You're better gonna just this
1: just go willy nilly with my yeah. outline. Yeah, if you want to do it in your own way. I-
0: I'm, are, I'm are editing. You a leader? I'm are you, editing. Are you,
1: are you leading? I am. <laughs> I'm
0: leading by example. You know
1: what you're doing, actually, mm-hmm. is you're practicing leadership quality number six, decisiveness.
0: Yes. I, I was just, I made a decision <laughs> for us as and a an, team.
1: An executive decision. That's right. Here okay. we are. So when we talk about being a leader as opposed to kind of the day-to-day grind of, of doing the leading, mm-hmm. we're talking about the, so basically what we did is we came up with the model of what are the, what are the things? What is the list of things that- What
0: are the qualities? What
1: are the qualities yeah. that-
0: I like that word.
1: <laughs> Do you? Ah. I. Whoever thought of it was probably pretty smart. Hmm. It was me. <laughs> was it?
0: <laughs> Wait, uh, accountability? <laughs> Actually, I, did. I didn't think about that.
1: Accountability? Is yeah. that what we're, what we're doing? You're jumping the gun. Taking credit for people's oh. things? Is that. Yeah, it's
0: just called theft.
1: Yeah, it is. It's true.
0: Yeah. Intellectual so, theft.
1: Intellectual theft. <laughs> So what we tried to do is say, what are the qualities that if a person had these qualities, you would want to follow them? And if a person was lacking these qualities, it would make them less of a good leader.
0: So these are kind of uh, prerequisites and deal breakers.
1: Absolutely. And this is also a kind of a a spectrum. So there's, there's a pyramid here. So if you know anything about Maslow's hierarchy, where we talk about how before a person can really start thinking about like learning and education, first they have to know they have shelter and Mm -hmm. know that they have enough food. Because if you're starving to death, it's hard to really process higher thought.
0: So what's the first step?
1: So the first step to being a good leader is self-awareness and Mm self-control.
0: So what does self-awareness look like?
1: Uh, So self-awareness is understanding your own limitations, your own frustrations, your own issues so that you can uh, keep from reacting to your team. Mm -hmm. You can keep from putting that on your team. So if you're having a bad day, sometimes you are just having a bad day. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed, everything is going wrong and you are in a shitty mood. And I think that that's okay, that is Mm -hmm. forgivable, but it's important that you're able to interact with your team instead of throwing that at them. Mm -hmm. And when they make little mistakes, Overreacting to that you need to be self-aware enough to say you know what? I'm just having a bad day today Let's just talk about this tomorrow
0: when I think some piece of self-awareness brings in the topic of ego too. Mm -hmm. that If you're not aware of where your challenges are where your shortfalls are Mm -hmm. then you're much less likely to be able to separate the two Mm -hmm. Absolutely, so the other half of that is self-control. So what does self-control look like in a leader?
1: Well, so it's this, it's kind of this, I feel like that's it's discipline we put, yeah, it's discipline. We mm-hmm. put self-awareness and self-control in kind of the same step here because it's both,
0: they are neighbors,
1: it's understanding your weaknesses mm-hmm. and then it is being able to have the self-control to interact with that stuff appropriately.
0: Right. So in order to separate your emotion or your current personal struggle with the struggle of the team, it's important that you have the ability to do that. Yeah.
1: So everybody's been in the scenario where you have a boss, who, when they have a bad day, then you have a bad day because that is the nature of that relationship. Everyone will have a bad Everyone day. Everyone will have a bad day. That's right. And it's important, I think, that we're able to separate this mm-hmm. and to um, to have the self-control. So self-awareness is understanding, oh, that's a weakness of mine, and now I realize that, like, actually, I'm feeling really self-conscious because I did a bad job at that self-control is taking that awareness of feeling self-conscious about something and then having the self-control to not turn around and lash out at people Mm -hmm. over it or act in ways that are not logical or rational
0: so check check level level two
1: self-awareness self-control check step two two is empathy so empathy we all understand empathy as meaning like caring about other people's feelings and that's important caring about where people are today caring if somebody has big issues going on at home that that matters it does change the the elements but empathy isn't just a touchy-feely kind of skill empathy is also uh, something that that i think is a really good evidence of empathy is uh, you have always said that you aren't going to ask someone to do something Mm -hmm. as their manager, as their boss, if you haven't or wouldn't do that yourself. Mm -hmm. So you aren't going to ask people to work on the weekend unless you've worked on the weekend, Mm -hmm. which we all know that you have. (laughs) I have. You aren't going to ask people to uh, climb up on a roof in the middle of the night and tarp that roof unless you've done it yourself, which you have. So it doesn't mean you have to have done every piece of every scope of work, Mm -hmm. but you should only ask people to do things if you feel like you have been in a similar scenario and if you have not you should go out there with them and be out there in the middle of the night and see what that feels like and what that is
0: like well the nature of empathy is being able to put yourself in their shoes and feel what they feel and if you can't do that uh, whether it's it's uh, just because of lack of experience or what have you Mm -hmm. it's important that you make changes to gain that experience because empathy is a, a key quality to leadership
1: Well, and I think there is the feeling part of that, the knowing what they feel, how it feels to be where they are, but I think there is also a mechanical quality to that. Mm -hmm. That is, if I tell you to go out and tarp the roof in the middle of the night, and then you go out there and you miss pieces of that work or you do what, like someone standing there on a sunny day looking at it would say, that's a bad job you were up there in the middle of the night in the rain and in the wind and those conditions are different and a good job might look different Mm -hmm. or mistakes you would make
0: looks completely different
1: yeah Yeah. mistakes you would make look completely different Mm -hmm. to where as a manager if I tell someone to do something and then they made a mistake Mm -hmm. it's important that I understand was that a mistake that anyone might make or were they being careless Mm -hmm. and if I've never done the thing and I've never been there it's really hard for me to be able to tell that
0: it is so level three quality
1: Level three, the third level of leadership qualities is accountability. So personal accountability is obviously important. We talk about the fact that the first rule is own it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, whatever you are, whatever you did, own it. And uh, I think that is important in a leader, but I also think personal accountability in a leader really kind of goes back to that that Mm self-awareness piece. So when we talk about accountability here in this third step, what we're really talking about is more of a team accountability. So as the leader of a team, you should understand that when the team fails, that was partially your failure. I I
0: call it your responsibility. It
1: was your responsibility. Mm -hmm. You are responsible for the... Good and the bad of your team, although this is a lot like parenting, mm-hmm. which I always used to say about parenting. The hard part about being a full-time parent is that all of the all of the things that go wrong you own those, mm-hmm. and they're your fault. Yeah. All the things that go right, that was all them. them. Right? Yeah. When they go and win this softball game, you aren't like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, did it. I did it, this is me. I Woo-hoo. worked really hard for this. However, when they fail the test, you go, mm, maybe I should have sat down and studied with them more. Maybe mm-hmm. I should have made sure that they had the resources they needed. Maybe I should have limited the computer mm-hmm. or the video game time.
0: Did I set them up for success or not? Did I set not? them up
1: to succeed? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the same thing with leading a team, that the good things are theirs, and the bad things are yours. So whenever we talk to someone and they are leading a team and they're like, look, and let's let's just pick on Bob again. They're Bob. like, look, sink it Bob. Look, this project is going sideways and it's Bob's fault. Mm-hmm. If Bob would just stop it, this would go great.
0: And Bob reports to to you, right.
1: if Bob reports to you, then Bob's problem is your problem. Mm-hmm. And that could even go all the way, I'm not saying Bob isn't doing anything wrong. That could go all the way down to, you have to remove Bob from this project. Yep. But regardless of what needs to happen with Bob, whatever needs to happen to get Bob back on track, that's yours, that's mm-hmm. your responsibility, that's why you're here. Yep. So accountability for your team, feeling a personal ownership for how they do and what happens, is a really important quality of a leader.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we come to quality for trust. Mm-hmm. So why is trust important in leadership?
1: Well, I think that's a silly question. I think everyone knows why trust is important. But then
0: leadership. we don't need to talk about it.
1: Well, we still can talk about I'm it. I'm gonna skip it. We can still talk about it. So trust, and, and trust really, there are two whole separate conversations here. Because the first part of this is, can you trust people? Mm -hmm. Because as As a leader, yeah. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think this is probably one of the most common failings we see is people want their team to succeed. They care about their team, but they cannot let go and trust them to do a good job. Mm -hmm. So in in
0: one of our courses, we ask, how likely are you to let people do difficult things? Mm -hmm. Right, so we, we ask the question, whether or not you take care of important tasks yourself to make sure mm-hmm. they get done right. Mm-hmm. And overwhelmingly the response is yes, I take care of important tasks myself. Mm-hmm. And what that equates to is that's a lack of trust or a lack of preparation on mm-hmm. the part of the leadership to support growth and development in those difficult areas. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you trust your team or not?
1: And one of the things that we'll learn is when we're talking about giving trust, often when we say you need to give trust, people assume that what we're saying is just anybody, everybody. You have to just do whatever let them go, let them mess yeah. things up. Go for it. And the truth is giving trust is really the whole skill of giving trust is how to set all of the pieces in mm-hmm. place so that you can give trust and know that they aren't going to tank your business, yeah. that they aren't going to take advantage of you. You. you
0: They're not going to tank your reputation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the
1: thing I talk about here is about this idea of drawing lines around the situation so that you know when to intercede, you know when you're needed. Uh, and, and that's really, uh, there's a lot of depth to that and that's what we'll be talking about when we talk about giving trust, is how you can create the scenario that makes it easy for you to trust people. But the other
0: half of trust that we're talking about is whether or not you Inspire trust Absolutely. from your team.
1: Absolutely, do they trust you?
0: Have you given them reason to trust you, or not? So
1: I think here it's important that we talk about the fact that being trustworthy is all good and fine, but inspiring trust and being trustworthy are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you could... this goes
0: back to the deference piece, respect, authority, deference, right? Do you win deference? Do you win that trust oh. component? Or so not?
1: you know you could be a person who would never, never do anything to hurt any of your team, would never do anything wrong. But being that person and communicating to people that you are that person are two different things. Mm -hmm. So just being trustworthy isn't good enough. You have to understand how to help them see that you are trustworthy, to help them extend that trust to you.
0: You have to give them a reason to trust you. Mm
1: -hmm. So, you know, I think, being trustworthy, that's kind of along that bottom tier of self-awareness, self-control. Mm-hmm. We are, we're going to assume that, like, as a good leader, you're not, like, taking advantage of people, trying to screw people over. Those are all just, like, before level one conversations.
0: There's, there are plenty of people who do.
1: But they aren't good leaders. Correct. They aren't good leaders. They can,
0: they can be well, profitable. Level
1: zero is, like, being a reasonably decent yeah. person. We could add that, but we're not going to do a session on that, because if you don't have that... be a
0: reasonably decent person
1: with arcade.
0: So, step five, quality five is?
1: So, quality five is communication. So, much like trust, this goes two ways. So, this is... You... There's,
0: there's a trend here.
1: It, it, there is a trend. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to communicate effectively with your team? When you need things from them, do they really know what you need? Do they really hear you?
0: Have you actually listened well enough to take in the information? And are you using the right mode of communication?
1: And you just spoiled the other half of communication. What? Which is listening. 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 No,
0: I'd call that the first part.
1: Well, either way. So you need to be able to listen to people and listen effectively and actively mm. so that they know that they're being heard. Again, there's kind of a, a uh, this goes both ways they have to it's not enough that you listen to them they need to know that you listen to them mm-hmm. and that's what we'll focus on in that session mm-hmm. and then we'll also be talking about how to be clear when you communicate with people and how to understand how to speak the right language with people because trying to lead a group of iron workers is very different than trying to lead and communicate with a group of coders
0: and this is a place where leadership has changed in that your your uh, ability to use multiple multiple forms of communication or type of communication has changed
1: leadership hasn't changed
0: the communication toolbox has
1: sure but good leaders Mm -hmm. have always been good at listening and at talking Mm -hmm. they're good at it and
0: but not speaking emoji
1: sure i mean the language changes but that's like saying well if you were a good leader in france Mm -hmm. then if you're going to come to The United States...
0: It's important that you know the language.
1: Sure, it's important. though. It's a different language, but regardless of what the language is, the skill of communication isn't about how good you are at the English language. It's about seeing where people are and meeting them there. Into element number six. Quality number six. Quality six. six. Quality six.
0: Yeah. I'm going to call it quality six.
1: You can call it quality six. Because
0: I'm being decisive.
1: (laughs) You're just going to make an executive decision. That's right. So it is decisiveness mm-hmm. so all of these all of these qualities that came before this let us understand what's going on and let us come to the best decision to make
0: so we're, we're being aware of ourselves we're being aware of the situation of other people uh, we're, we're doing what we say and saying what we do we're holding our teams accountable we're building trust mm-hmm. uh, we're improving the lines of communication and then finally we get to the point where some leaders fall down, Mm -hmm. and that is the ability to make a freaking decision.
1: Yep, you can do all of this great, and if you can't ever come to the point where you can make the decision, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. aren't gonna be a great leader. Mm -hmm.
0: So there are places where uh, you haven't gathered proper information, therefore you can't make a decision, fair, right? Work on listening and communicating and getting the info that you need, but don't sit on it until it turns into a pumpkin. You have to make that decision and build that confidence in your team. And sometimes it's appropriate to let the team make the decision. But Mm -hmm. appoint one person, appoint a committee and say, we need a decision by this time. But Mm -hmm. we need a decision. We need Mm -hmm. a direction to move.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So being decisive is an important quality of a leader. And people recognize that. And I think that is uh, one of the things that draws people the most is someone who's decisive. And this is where you'll see the thing where someone doesn't actually have Many of the other qualities, they aren't actually a great leader, but they are very decisive mm-hmm. and people will follow a decisive person even when they're not a great leader, even when they aren't making the best decisions.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and oftentimes a bad decision is better than no decision. Mm-hmm. So there's a common analogy about momentum as it relates to teams and, and movement uh, in that you can stop a freight train with a penny. Right, mm-hmm. if it's standing still, mm-hmm. whereas if that train is moving forward, pretty much nothing can stop that train, mm-hmm. right? it will keep moving forward. But we need decisions, we need to keep moving forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And then finally, after we've were able to make that decision, we move on to the final quality of leadership mm-hmm. seven,
1: which is enthusiasm. So, uh, enthusiasm, this, I, enthusiasm. So, this also, you know, when we were working through this, you had said. Uh, your your word for this was passion. Mm-hmm. And I think passion is a great word for this, except for that passion can look different ways. Right? Two people can be yelling and screaming and throwing things across the room, and you could say, that was a very passionate argument, and it's true.
0: War of the Roses was passionate.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm not
0: talking about the Michael Douglas movie.
1: Oh, I was going to say War of the Roses, or as we call it in this day and age, Game of Thrones. Game
0: of Thrones, yeah, very <laughs> <pretty> passionate.
1: <laughs> very passionate. But... Uh, what we're looking for specifically is a positive passion, mm-hmm. which enthusiasm, uh, I think, helps lean in that positive direc- direction. Mm-hmm. This is, again, uh, coming into the things that speak the most to people around us. When you are positive, when you are enthusiastic, when you approach every challenge by rolling up your sleeves and saying, okay, how are we gonna handle this one? As opposed to like, oh, again, what do we do about this?
0: And well, I think that that's telling what enthusiasm is in our compass code and strategy
1: it is scroll all the way down the bottom Uh, as team members at Arcade we promise to face new challenges with a spirit of curiosity and enthusiasm Mm -hmm.
0: so that's really telling in that we want everybody to embody that spirit Mm -hmm. of being excited about what's coming next
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely it's it's a really important part I think of being a great leader and again this doesn't mean all of these things Mm -hmm. You can make people follow you without these qualities but the truth is these are the qualities that make people want to follow you Mm -hmm. these are the qualities that make you the right person to follow so So those are all of the qualities that are what make make someone into a leader those are kind of internal qualities of a leader mm -hmm. so the other really important part is you can be all of those things but there is still that day-to-day mechanical aspect of how do you lead a team? How do you get someone to cooperate who is dealing with limited skills? How do you do performance appraisals? Mm -hmm. How do you support your team in this particular assembly that they're trying to install?
0: This is kind of the the real-life problem-solving element. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to read a book on what it means to be a good leader. Mm -hmm. How do you actively apply that in your day-to-day life? Because everybody that we're working with, all of our team members are different. All of our problems are different. They look a lot the same, but it's a completely different element having the opportunity to get insight and get opinions and get feedback on what is the best way to go forward here.
1: Well, and another important part here is I think you have to not forget, we had someone in one of our sessions who told us that Uh, you could be a great project manager in a trade and you don't have to know anything about that trade.
0: You don't have to understand the trade at all. It's all just contracts
1: and pushing paper and managing people. You don't need to know the trade. You just have to understand how to Mm -hmm. be a PM. That's crazy talk.
0: And some folks that we work with, there will be people who just buy a construction business mm-hmm. and they've never worked a day in their life mm-hmm. in terms of, and, and we'll talk more about what it means to actually do work mm-hmm. in, in that episode coming up. Mm-hmm. But I think it's called the value of work. The value of doing the work. The value of work. of good (laughs) hard-working
1: that's all about how we made our kids pull up carpet for two days that's right so (laughs) watch for
0: it uh, watch for it so it's important that that we have that real-time feedback because much of the learning that we do is in real time it's in life Mm -hmm. it's with our people it's with our problems Mm -hmm. and so that is the mechanical aspect of leadership that we're going to be addressing during the cohort Mm
1: -hmm. Jetpack.
0: jetpack cohort check it out
1: absolutely so it's it's really important that you you understand the trade, that you understand the challenges that people are facing every day. Super important. Finally, the sort of third prong of what, you know, we're calling our three-prong approach to leadership is the idea of being connected mm-hmm. to other people, people inside your organization, but also people outside your organization. Uh, one of the things, one of the quotes that, that I like the most that uh, Jason often says, and he actually often says it about a specific one of our clients that he'll say, here's the thing about this guy. I can I can probably say it. Here's the thing about Travis. Travis knows what he's good at, mm-hmm. and he knows how to surround himself with people who are good at the things that he's not good at. Mm-hmm. That is a super important element of being a leader. It's knowing that, I guess... It's
0: self-awareness. There's a
1: It's self-awareness, mm-hmm. but there's also a confidence, I think, that comes out of, like, say, being decisive. Mm-hmm. There's a confidence that comes with being a leader that... So, I I don't know anything about contract law. That's actually a lie. That's That's not true. Total (laughs) lie. If I don't know anything about contract law, then every time someone starts brandishing a contract, I'm going to feel anxious. I'm going to feel afraid. I'm going to not be confident. If I don't know anything about contract law, but I do have a brother who's a really, really great lawyer, now I'm not afraid of anything.
0: Hopefully hopefully he deals in contracts.
1: All lawyers deal in contracts, Jason. (laughs) Plus he's like a,
0: a marketing uh, attorney contract, or something.
1: Contracts are like nine tenths of law.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, so anyways. so the important piece that we're talking about in the third prong of this of this leadership approach is the connections that we build for with people around us. Yes. And that is one of the places that oftentimes we provide the largest value to our clients is knowing people who can can solve those problems when they need to be solved. And so that's a piece of the cohort that we're going to be developing and building Mm -hmm. is the connections with one another.
1: Absolutely, because when you know other people and you know what they're good at, then you can reach out to those people when you need help. Mm -hmm. Because that's such an important part of being strong and being good at anything that you do is having those connections, having those people who can help out.
0: It makes all the difference. Absolutely. So, So what else?
1: Well, so those are the three important parts of being a leader. Next week, we'll be talking more about our own specific approach, as Jason's kind of been, been uh, teasing. We're gonna be talking about our Jetpack Leadership Cohort, which mm-hmm. we're really excited about. Super excited to get that up and running. There's a bit
0: of buzz out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think these three parts are all the important parts that you need to think about and interact with if you wanna be a better leader, if you have someone on your team who wants to be a better leader um, these are the things that you can work on in order to improve that so often we're able to improve the leaders in a company just by coming in and improving the processes because by making everything run better it gets a lot clearer and easier to be able to lead that team Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes to the process is great the system is great but we just we don't know how to get this person to inspire the people around them, then that's when you get into those those seven qualities of leadership and how you communicate that. So what's our jetpack? Uh, help Bob.
0: Help Bob. Let's help Bob. Let's help Bob. Let's
1: help Bob. Let's help Bob. Let's help Bob. <laughs> that's it's the like, jetpack. It's not
0: what about Bob.
1: No, that's different you talk about that movie way too much. That's oh, so good. That movie was not an important movie. What about Bob? That was not an if you don't know that movie, do not go and look that movie up and try to watch that movie. No one should have watched that movie in the eighties. Let's help when Bob. it. Came, was it the eighties or the nineties? It was the eighties. Like early nineties, late
0: eighties. Late eighties. Ladies.
1: It's a Bill Murray movie that yeah. no one ever needed. Richard to watch. Dreyfuss. And Richard Dryfence. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> what about Bob? It
1: was a terrible. Let's movie. help Bob. Let's help Bob. Okay. Until next time. Let's help Bob.
0: Let's get out of here.
1: Yep. All right. We will see you next week. You can find us. Oh, right. You can find us. I almost forgot. All this talk about communication. Yeah. You can find us. I'm being decisive. You are. That's not being decisive. I just
0: decided. It's just
1: remembering. Mm -hmm. You can
0: find us on LinkedIn.
1: At Jason Sturgeon, Mary Sturgeon, Arcade Wayfinding. You can find us on Twitter at Arcade Wayfinder, although we still don't post much. Mm
0: -hmm. You can find us on The Critical Path with Mary and Jason
1: www.thecriticalpathwithmaryandjason.com or you can find us on pretty much any app that you use to listen to podcasts. You can also talk to us at www.jarrettsandjarretts.com. The forum's have been a little quiet. I uh, probably noticed we've had a little bit of a hiatus here uh, between the holiday and installing our new carpet. Things have been a little crazy at our cave.
0: It's our jetpack cohort address.
1: Uh, www.jetpackcohort.com there
0: you go it's pretty easy and
1: it's easy although well yeah by the time this goes up I'll have it live it's it'll not quite live yet but it'll be live it will be. trust me <laughs> that sounds a little a little less like a leader trust
0: me <laughs> all right
1: all right so I'm sure we have some well, updates uh, because in, in fine form today let's do it boys <laughs> watch for it
0: watch for it It's editing, a nightmare.
1: Like you've ever edited a podcast episode Look, in your life. I'm editing right now. You don't editing. I'm
0: editing myself.
1: You think you can edit? In, oh, well, you're editing
0: yourself all the
1: time. All the time. Hopefully. Full time. One hope.
0: It's all in.
1: Except for when you talk to me in your sleep and pick up magic cards. Whiz <laughs> to the
0: coast. Had mates? an idea
1: for a new card. Do you remember your card?
0: Uh, Hasbro defiler.
1: Howling Vice.
0: Howling Vice.
1: We're not going to talk about Hasbro. It's Wizards of the Coast only.
0: <clears throat> We're
1: forgetting about the fact that they're owned by Hasbro. Okay. Everything is owned by Hasbro.
0: I think Hasbro recently bought YouTube?
1: No. No, Google bought YouTube.
0: They're going to convert YouTube into the game of life. No, but
1: you know what? Hasbro is judgy because I went on the Mattel website to. I try to pre-order a uh, David Bowie Barbie. I'm gonna order two, one for the office, one for my major room at home. So can there be two? Only if they're in two separate locations. Oh. You have to keep them separated. You can't cross the beams. Right,
0: because it's not Highlander.
1: Right, it's not Highlander. It's Got it. Just Ziggy Stardust. Actually. Okay you have a different problem if you put two Ziggy Stardusts in the same room together. You can't get them to leave. <laughs> the point is... That's freaky. The point is, if I can at all possibly do it, I'm going to have a Ziggy Stardust Barbie in the office. We
0: have to keep this safe for work. There are kids listening to this.
1: Ziggy Stardust Barbie is safe for work.
0: No, when you put two of them in a room together,
1: well,
0: not quite safe.
1: They like to
0: play Uno. <laughs> Brought to you by Hasbro
1: my point that's my point so I tried to pre-order it and then it made me fill out a form where it was like please tell us the age and birth date of your child and what? I was like this is for me <laughs> I, so you know what I did I put in my own birthday with the year and everything and then they were like are you the mother father grandparent or family friend I was like I guess I'm a family friend of me <laughs> Mattel <laughs> I guess that's what I am so that's my rebellion so you're getting
0: pretty excited